Hello, everybody. I am Greg Fisher, and welcome to the Mayor Greg Fisher podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about Veterans Day that's coming up and all the brave men and women that have served our country with so much distinction, distinction for so many years. Why? You know, to keep our country safe, uh, to keep our country free. The military is one of our cherished organizations that brings together people from all over our country, all political parties, all skin tones, all languages. It's a beautiful melting pot that represents the entire United States of America. Now, when I was elected mayor some 12 years ago, uh, it was baffling to me why we didn't have citywide celebrations for Veterans Day. So we bought the Veterans Day parade back as the first big step here. And it was particularly important, uh, certainly to all of our veterans and people that appreciate our military, but to our Vietnam vets. Many who, when they came home from the war, uh, received not a parade, uh, but derision, uh, sometimes people spitting on them, uh, just a very difficult time. So we had many Vietnam vets uh, join us. Uh, we had our Vietnamese community that fought alongside of Americans in Vietnam join us in the parade as well. I was very proud of them. And then we had several, many Vietnam vets that would just be on the sidewalk. And when I talked to them and say, come in the parade, and they would say, I'm not quite ready but then the next year they would be there. So the parade serves so many different purposes for the community. Our school children coming from JCPS and getting educated on what the military is all about, what our constitution is, what safety and freedom is all about. So this was an important first step for the community. But then we decided to expand this into a week of valor for the community. Uh, so that now John, I guess, is more than a week because John Miles yeah. runs our Veterans yes. Affairs here yes. and is in charge of our Week of Valor and the, all of these events. So yes. it's been a great transition for us or a great evolution, I should say, for us. And yes. John, we're, we're joined by Dr. Anya Wong Ansert, who has helped us now for eight years, almost a decade here with our Veterans Activities Well. So Anya, we really appreciate your help as well. So both of you guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Mayor Christian. John, let's talk with you. Uh, you've seen the development of the Week of Valor, the Veterans Parade now since we started all this. So why don't you share some of your reflections with us? And first, and who did you serve with and what military branch were you with? I, I actually retired from the Army Reserve. I started out uh, at a ver very young age as an active duty soldier uh, stationed uh, at Fort Bragg in North Carolina. And after about uh, five years, I decided to leave active duty, pack my family up, and come back to Louisville, Kentucky, because at that time, uh, Louisville was just one of those cities that it was not fast-paced, it was moderate, uh, property was at a very comfortable price, and you could pretty much find a job in Louisville, Kentucky, versus where we were uh, down the street from Winston-Salem and Greensboro. and and around the corner from Charlotte. It's just more challenging in that direction in the United States. Well, we were happy you came back and then uh, <laughs> we're happy that you're leading our Office for Veterans Affairs. So tell us a little bit about that office. Office of Veterans Affairs, we are the voice of the community. I look at it that way. We are not VA, but we will help you navigate through the VA system. We are the mayor, we are, I am Mayor Fisher's uh, vet, veteran liaison in the community. We go out in the community, do a lot of advocacy and outreach. We help veterans find resources, 
across the community. We have one thing we do have in this city that I could say we have great nonprofit agencies like Volunteers of America. We have a fantastic VA. We have a fantastic state-ran office called the Kentucky Department of Veteran Affairs. And we have other nonprofits like USA Cares and that, that go out of their way to help veterans with uh, emergency financial assistance, help you stay in your house, help you find housing, and help you understand and work with you with your benefits. And if you have any questions, you can always call me. I teach benefits. I help you understand your benefits. We could talk about the topic of the day, which just recently uh, the president signed the PACT Act, and we'll talk about how that affects you as a veteran. We'll also talk about what resources that you can find to help you fill out a disability compensation packet if that's what you're looking for. So we are the voice for veterans, I, I look at it as, and not just such of an office where you call just for a yes or no answer. Uh, I try to pride myself on talking with veterans and taking myself to the veteran instead of the veteran coming to me. Let me come to you and let's talk. Bring the conversation down. Just call me John because you never know what battlefield experience each veteran has. My battlefield experience may be different than yours, but we're going to uh, talk on the same level. Um, I was fortunate enough when I was in the military, retired uh, NCO, senior NCO, and um, I was for the soldier, and that's what kept me as an NCO because I wanted to be for the soldier. I want to be for the veteran. So please give me a call. Give me a chance. Let me help you navigate and find that resource that you need. Well, and I call you our most local voice. I mean, yes. we got we got we got state veterans affairs, and of course the feds yes. is what. Sometimes you get lost in that, but it's nice to be able to call John Miles here yes. with the city of Louisville and be able to come sit yes. down and talk. Yes, we do. Things. We have great resources in this city. And, and it's very simple, it's, more, it's easier than you think. So just give me a call and. Let's talk a little bit about the yes. Week of Valor. You know, I talked sure. about the parade and all that came about. And mm -hmm. I forget, I was at some United States Conference of Mayors meeting and I heard another mayor saying that <laughs> we started a week long uh, series of events in our community. And I remember thinking, well, we've got a great foundation. Why don't we yes. do that as well? And like you, you were instantly like saying, yes, I mean, let's do that. And of course we've grown yes. from let's say I think maybe seven events the first uh, week we did this now to well over probably a couple dozen now or so. Yes, so tell us about the evolution of that and what kind of activities and events and resources are available to a veteran during that week of valor. Oh wow, we're going to have a variety of different events from workshops, caregiver health fairs, workshops to the Kentucky Veterans Day Parade. So it's not going to be a week of valor of just one type of event and activity every day. It's gonna be something that's gonna be very, very different. I remember when I first came back off of uh, a three-year mobilization, and one of the first things that I saw, I think it was 2014, one of the first things I saw was a week of valor schedule, and I'm like, wow, one page. I says, man, if I had a chance to work with this, we would make it two or three pages, not knowing that one day <laughs> I'd be the chairperson for a week of valor. 
So it was something that I always wanted, something I was always interested in, something I thought that was a fantastic idea, idea because, you know, um, uh, because of the past administration, we had nothing to celebrate veterans. Well, I, you never said no. Anytime an event came open to help a vet, you were right there. No, including not at all. expanding the partners we've got in the community because uh, Dr. Anya Wang answered one of the things that is impressed upon me with everything we do is we can't get things done without great partners in the community. You've been helping us almost a decade now. So talk a little bit about how you got involved with this work and what you're doing now as co-chair of the Week of Valor. Interestingly enough, I came into Louisville from California. Um, I had been looking to move east, um, was doing work uh, in the homeless uh, field as well as the veteran space in California. Really wanted to move east and uh, did some research about Louisville. And it, on paper, and what I did research, it, it came across, Louisville came across as a compassionate city, a city that was dedicated to the veterans and dedicated to um, solving the housing crisis. And that's really what made me fall in love with this city uh, and this Commonwealth. Um, so I, I applied um, and was fortunate to um, get a job with Volunteers of America Mid-States as the Associate Director of Veteran Services. And now I am the Vice President of um, our Veteran Services and our Housing Services. So um, just very, very thankful for everything that the city and um, the state does for veterans. Well, I love that you responded to our city value of compassion. That's great. Mm -hmm. And one of the first uh, tests we had, not first, say 2014, when President Obama was still in office and his wife, of course, was a big uh, uh, push behind this with Michelle Obama to make sure that every veteran in this country was housed. And when they provided housing vouchers for every veteran, it made a dramatic impact in our homeless community because a good portion of our homeless community at that time were veterans yes. uh, suffering from PTSD, uh, other issues that we've commonly found. But you got to have housing to kind of help get your act together. And that was a dramatic time for us where we saw all of our uh, homeless uh, coalition come together and we weren't the first city in the country to declare functional zero for homelessness. We were second, you know, after New Orleans and my friend Mitch Landry when he was the mayor down there. So we really took advantage of that in the White House, what they did to help our veterans in the community. So you might have some reflections on that. Just the city came together. Um, that's what, what is really impressive with our community partnership um, is you know, we know that we can't do it alone. We need to pool our resources, we need to pool our strengths and our knowledge uh, and be able to solve the city's problems together. Uh, and I see this in, in all different spaces, from, from veterans to food insecurity, um, health inequities. We, we are pooling our resources and our knowledge and our strengths, uh, our bench strengths really, to, um, to be able to identify those gaps uh, and be able to provide the collaboration and um, the integrated services to do the most good. And do you have a personal story? I mean, how did you get involved with veterans and your passion I, toward vets? I am a, um, I'm from a military family. I grew up um, with military and military values. Um, 
after after I got out of undergraduate, um, I started working um, within the transition assistance uh, program and really saw the gaps um, that our veterans were facing as they were emerging from the military um, and really knew that that's where I wanted to be. I wanted to, um, to be able to provide services and be able to provide that support and um, the, just the hand up. You know, right now about 1% of our country serves or is around the military. Back in the day, it used to be much broader. And so it's almost like the military in some instances has become a family business. So there, I think it's a real opportunity for our country for more people get involved and are aware of the military and what they do and the sacrifices they make for us as a society together is to provide a little more empathy and support for each other. So we have, John, a real statement on veteran support coming up with our community with the construction of the new Veterans Hospital. Yes. You might want to offer some reflections on that. Oh my gosh. Uh, I've always, um, when I got back here to Louisville, um, one of the things that I noticed that we do have a very fine, smooth operating VA, uh, better than any other city. Um, my wait times have not been tremendous, like horror stories I've heard from other soldiers from other cities. Um, I won't call out any cities, I won't do that. But um, one of the things I've always said, we need a bigger VA. We need a VA that can accommodate all of the parking woes of Zorn Avenue. We need a big VA that's able to handle the foot traffic. And I don't know if anybody heard me. I don't, I don't even know if they cared who I was, but that came about. And now we're about to see a new, brand new VA be constructed over off of Brownsboro Road that's gonna be able to handle that foot traffic, that's gonna be able to accommodate uh, all the parking. And uh, I'm, I'm really kind of excited about it and can't wait till they finish it up. Yeah, so it'll probably be 2025, I think, before yes. we're done. It's about a billion mm -hmm. dollar project. It's gonna have all the greatest technology there. Yes. It's a different kind of hospital because care for veterans has changed, you know, from the World War II veterans, the Vietnam yes, veterans, our veterans coming back now from Iraq, Afghanistan have got a lot of different challenges. Uh, They've survived wounds that in the past would have killed them because of increases and mm -hmm. in improvements in body armor. Some of the mental yes. health challenges then that are associated with that as well. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a different kind of VA experience. It's a different kind of VA. Life. They're able to address those issues of uh, substance abuse. Uh, I remember when uh, soldiers came back from the Vietnam War, you know, the, the VA did not know how to address the, the large amount of heroin abuse that was being used while they were over in Vietnam. Here today, VA is able to address those needs and able to help those veterans get from point A to point B. So it's, it's a more of exciting time because it's not only going to be, you, you're not only going to be able to receive help from uh, Brownsboro Road, there are satellite offices all over the community that you can can go to. I myself, I'm assigned to the Newburgh Clinic, and there's a brand new clinic that opened up off of Dixie Highway, and it's beautiful. And it's also a, uh, newly, well, it's not brand new, but it's close to being a brand new clinic that they opened up several years ago in J-Town. So VA is trying to accommodate 
healthcare the way healthcare is supposed to be delivered here in Louisville, Kentucky to our veterans and all, all over the nation. I think before we wrap up here, I think we should touch on uh, suicides uh, with our veterans. 22 vets are taking their lives every day in the country right now. Yes. And I don't know if you want to, either of you guys want to talk about that and some of the resources are available, but if anybody listening to this, we just want to, you know, create that opportunity to make sure to ask for help. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're feeling like uh, things are turning the wrong way for you, it's the best way to make sure we can get Betcha on track. Because we, we value everybody. We want you to be here with us. Yes, absolutely. Uh, VA has made that easy. The Veteran Crisis Line is available to all veterans, and all you have to do is dial 988. That's it. And someone's going to answer, and someone's going to help you address your needs. If you want to talk with somebody one-on-one, -on -one, and there is a vet center on 3rd Street that you can just walk in and, and talk with somebody if you need to. So. We have gotten smarter on how to deliver services. We have gotten smarter on how to help veterans when they have issues. We, it's not the total answer and it's never going to be the total answer. We'll never be where we want to be, but we're striving to get close to it. So please take advantage of that if you need to. That's the most important thing is just please ask for help. Uh, there's no stigma associated with that at all. It's interesting, just this past week, 70% of Americans identified mental health challenges as one of their major concerns in the country. So the good news about that is we're starting to socialize where people will talk about mental health, substance abuse, addiction issues. These are normal issues, and so what we need to do is come together and help each other. Dr. Anya, uh, anything, final remarks you want to say or any special events you really appreciate during the Week of Valor? Well, I just, I, I really want to talk about VCAL as um, the Veteran Community Alliance of Louisville, uh, as we, as we're talking about breaking the stigma uh, and, and seeking out those resources, VCAL has been very instrumental in collaborating uh, and integrating those resources into one space. Um, being able to, for a veteran to be able to go to our social media page or attend a meeting and see that Volunteers of America um, has a suicide prevention moral injury program. Um, USA Cares provides resources. The VA is there um, to help. Having all of the resources together, um, that is what is so unique about Louisville and so unique and special about um, VCAL. Um, is that we, we do provide those integrated services and resources and communication to the, um, to the community. Well, thank you and thanks for all your support over the years. It's gonna be a great week coming up for us. So, John, remind us of the dates, if you will, and where dates. we can find the information. Great. The dates for uh, Mayor's Week of Valor is November 1st through November 11th. Um, you can see the full schedule if you go on the Louisville ky.gov website. You can also see a full schedule if you're a Facebooker. I'll have it posted this evening at Metro Veterans and also on our Veterans Community Alliance of Louisville website. That's vcalouisville.com and also you can see it on our Facebook website uh, uh, vcal. Um, um, Facebook page. And if you have any questions, if you want a personal copy 
from me, please give me a call at 574-5748 or email me at john.miles at louisvilleky.gov. Well, thank you, John. Anya, thank you so much. And I want to thank our veterans. I want to thank our veterans that work for Metro government. We have about 500 or so vets that uh, proudly now serve our citizens here in Jefferson County and served in the military before. So thank you to each and every one of you all. And I want to thank all the vets in our community as well for standing up to protect our country and our constitution and our values. And, you know, America will always be an imperfect country and evolving and moving forward to a more perfect place. And that could not happen without the brave men and women who serve in our military. So thank you very much. And I'll be signing off now as Greg Fisher for Mayor Greg Fisher's podcast.